Hey, y'all. This week, I'm sharing episodes on things that can make you wonder if you're a bad person. Because that's often where the desire to be a better person comes from, feeling like you're messing up. Don't worry, though. These episodes won't hurt a bit. It's all about taking an objective look at what's giving you that, am I a bad person? Pang. In other news, I'm working each week to start producing new episodes complete with a new name and new focus, which I'm not quite ready to reveal yet. All I can share at the moment is that I am homing in on a new concept for the podcast and scheduling my very first interviews. I really hope to launch with new episodes before we're in full-on holiday mode. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi there, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate. I'm your host, and I'm the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week on the podcast, I want to flip things and instead of talking about being a better person, to spend a little time talking about the things we all sometimes do that can leave us wondering, am I a bad person? These are things we're not that proud of, and so maybe we don't talk about them or even allow ourselves to think about them all that much. This week, let's bring them out into the light because only what's been revealed can be healed. It will be gentle, I promise. Today's trait that can give us that am I a bad person pit in the stomach is impatience. When I surveyed listeners several months ago about the things that make them feel like a bad person, the most popular response was some form of impatience, which could show up in a few different ways. Noticing that they were constantly interrupting people in a conversation, for example, or getting frustrated with kids who are taking a long time to do something, like tie their shoes, or not do something, like clean up after themselves. One listener described impatience this way, reacting to things right off the bat, instead of taking the time to think about whether or not they really are that big of a deal, or inconvenient, or not going to work for me, which I thought conveyed it really well. Let's look at a low-stakes example. There's this really nutty, unwritten driving rule in Rhode Island, where I live, which is when you're at a red light or a stop sign, if a car heading in the opposite direction has its left blinker on, you're supposed to let that car go first. Ideally, you flash your lights or give a little wave to let that car that wants to go left know that you're letting them go. But sometimes they just assume that of course you're going to let them go and they gun it as soon as the light turns green. And then you're kind of like, whoa, buddy, where's the fire? Sometimes there's saltier language that happens. <laughs> I've gotten pretty used to the Rhode Island left now. And my husband has developed this funny little wave like Obi-Wan Kenobi saying, these aren't the droids you're looking for to let people know that they can take that left and he won't ram into them. But when we first got here, it drove us nuts because it requires patience to let someone go ahead of you, whether you're at a red light or you're in the checkout line at the grocery store or you're getting on an elevator. As former New Yorkers, my husband and I did not have a lot of patience when it came to things like driving and ordering at restaurants. 
Sometimes impatience arises because a situation is defying your expectations, like in the case of the Rhode Island left. Sometimes it's because of inconvenience, like when your flight gets delayed. Sometimes it's because of stress and it just feels like your nerves are frayed and you're overreacting at every little thing. But if you look a little deeper, there's one thing that's nearly always at the root of impatience. I'll share that one thing right after this quick break. And we're back. Something that you'll very often find at the root of impatience is fear. Fear of wasting time. Fear of not being in control. Fear of being left behind or missing out. Fear of not being safe. And most existentially, fear of not mattering. Which is why a helpful path out of impatience is to remind yourself that you're safe. It may be inconvenient to not get home from a trip until a few hours later than you thought you would because your flight got delayed, but you're still safe. It may be stressful to have your kid take so long to put on their shoes that you're going to be late to school, but ultimately it's not a life-threatening situation. Here's your tiny assignment. As with all the things that make us secretly wonder if we're bad people that we're going to cover this week, the first step in working with a habitual impatient response is awareness. Be honest with yourself about what impatience looks like for you and what tends to trigger it. When someone takes too long to do something, in your opinion, acknowledge the fact that you're getting impatient. You can literally say, here comes my impatience again. You don't want to notice it in a -a whack-a-mole, must-beat-this-down kind of a way like, oh, my impatience, go away. (laughs) But it's more like a, huh, look at that. If you can be patient and accepting of yourself when you're feeling impatient, well, guess what? You can be more patient and accepting with the people or situations who make you feel impatient. If you want to take it one step further, once you notice that you're experiencing impatience, Put one hand on either your belly or your heart and take one deep breath. It just never ceases to amaze me how even one breath can help shift out of that reactive, impatient state. Of course, more breaths would help even more, as would developing some form of relaxation-inducing practice, but some is always better than none. Remember, we're not talking about being perfect. We're only aiming for better. So notice when you're feeling impatient and then take one good breath before you respond. Before we go, I'd love to know, what things make you worry that you're a bad person? Shoot me an email at beabetterpersonpodcast.com or DM me on Instagram at katehanleyauthor and I'll do an episode around it if I can. Also, I just launched the Am I a Bad Person quiz on katehanley.com, which is a very lighthearted look at those things we do that we may or may not have good reason to feel bad about later. Again, you can find the quiz at katehanley.com. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. 
Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 